You are listening to the Tech Chef Podcast, episode number five, July 7th, 2020. Off-premise strategy, business continuity. How about a taste test of restaurant technology? Drive through or curbside, mobile apps or AI. It's all on the menu, cooking up for the day. It's a recipe for success. You're in good hands with the tech chef. Make a plan to be your best. Strategize with the tech chef. Well, hello again, everybody. This is Skip Kimple, your host and your tech chef. Man, I hope you guys all had a great 4th of July. I know I certainly did. And it's been so hot and stormy down here in Florida. Hopefully your weather was a little bit better. Well, today we are digging into part two of the contactless payment series. As we all know, we're in a whole new world with our guest experience and we're compensating for COVID-19 really at this point. But out of crisis, I truly believe rises creativity. And today we continued on that path of contactless payment and other areas of removing pretty much as many touch points for our guests as possible. And this is not a temporary solution. We are solving for and implementing solutions that will coincide with the new shift in customer behavior that really has been created out of this crisis. So without further ado, let's get this show started. Today, I am delighted to have a very special guest all the way from Canada. He is the head of Ready, which is a fully integrated mobile self-ordering payment and loyalty technology solution. He has over 20 years of experience in product management and the electronic payment space. Laurent May, welcome to the show. Hey, Skip. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh, you know, you... I've, I've heard of Ready for quite some time. I believe I ran into your product uh, a year or two ago at, um, I think it was Mertech in Las Vegas. But the second I saw it, I was working for a company at the time. We had a use case scenario for it. But since then, I've really been trying to find a product um, similar to what you guys do. And you were the first ones that really caught my eye. So whatever you guys were doing from a marketing perspective long before COVID, you guys were doing a good thing. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about um, Ready's background and kind of your product development history. Sure. So I think, you know, pre-COVID, I mean, Ready's been around for, for three or four years and, and we were really focused on the guest journey and really removing friction from, um, you know, what happens in a restaurant. And, and, and the, the, key, the key area that we were focused on was the payment side. Um, I think we've all been in a situation where we need to go pick up our kids or we need to go get to the hockey game or the baseball game. And um, maybe your kids are with you and they're starting to disintegrate and throwing macaroni at you or whatever that happens to me. And you want to leave. But the restaurant is so busy that uh, it's really it's really a, a, a high anxiety time when you want to leave and you can't because you, you haven't got your bill dropped off and you haven't been able to pay your bill. So uh, the origin story of this is actually from our CTO who was in a, in a restaurant and, and that happened to him. He had to leave and he was like, I'm a, I'm a technologist. There's got to be a better way for being able to settle your bill and leave when you want to without any friction. So that's how, that's how Ready kind of was born. And uh, we, we started maniacally and very focused um, 
trying to remove friction from the payment experience, right? So um, being able to pull up your check whenever you want, being able to pay your bill whenever you want, being able to split your bill whenever you want without interaction with the server. That was really our focus. And it was really around, for the establishment and the restaurant, it was really around table turns and, and increasing guest satisfaction and, and guest delight. And that's what, um, you know, Ready was doing in the marketplace uh, pre-COVID. Obviously, with COVID now, the, 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 there's an additional lens here, which is health and safety. And how do you, how do you reduce uh, contact uh, throughout the restaurant and, and payment being one of those large contact surface areas at the end of the experience where you're dropping off check folds, handling over credit cards, handling pens. This is something that, you know, we, we should be reducing um, as much as possible. And that's where technology can help. So I think the, the you know, the, the convenience, the, 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 the table turns and the guest journey is still a really, really important part of Ready and what we're trying to do. Um, but I think with COVID, it just it brings a new, a new light to what we can do with technology. Couldn't agree more. And, you know, one of the things that uh, COVID has really brought upon us is removing every single possible touch point that we that we can uh, to make the guest feel comfortable, to make it safe for both the guest and the team members at the restaurant. So tell me a little bit about um, your your contactless ordering and uh, payment capabilities. Yeah. So actually, um, you know, at the same time that we were we were building our, our, our pay at table contactless, you know, bring your own device um, solution. We actually also were in the hospital or in the venue and stadium space. So ordering a pay has always been part of our, our DNA. Um, we've deployed um, in-seat ordering to stadiums across North America. Um, and so that was one of our earlier products where you would, um, you know, come into your VIP section at the, you know, at the, at the baseball stadium or, or your hockey arena and you would, you'd sit down and you'd see a, a QR code or an NFC tag on the, on the armrest. And what we're doing there was, you know, the ability for someone to sit down, take their phone, scan the QR code without an app download, without a sign up, without, you know, entering your credit card information, being able to order their food directly to their seat. So that was an early product as well. Um, during the maturation of, of, of Ready and, and seeing where the market's going, we've now brought order to table and ordering into the restaurant um, vertical as well. So now we have a full service uh, product for contactless that allows you to order on-premise, order to table, uh, also pay at table, um, which is you know at the end of your, your meal, you can, you can tap the QR code or NFC tag that we have on the table um, and pay your bill when you want. And we've also added off-premise order ahead. So we now are powering restaurants for their direct takeout, which is obviously a really important thing during COVID with uh, third-party and first-party delivery being such a hot topic. So you're creating a complete touchless experience, not just contactless, but touchless, correct? Yeah, that's right. I think, and, and we've, we've, we've also, um, you know, listened to our customers. We've listened to the market. We've listened, we've listened to, to guests and, and we've also added digital menu in the last, in the last few, uh, several weeks. So now we have the ability for customers on premise to come into a restaurant. And it's actually a really cool feature because, um, you know, because we're fully integrated into, the point of sale, we know if an order has been taken or not, right? We can see that, hey, Table 101 doesn't have a check on it. So when you sit down at the uh, in a full-service restaurant and you pull out your phone and you and you, tack, uh, you tap the QR code or scan the QR code, we, we'll say, oh, okay, Table 101 doesn't have an order on it. So we'll take you directly to the menu. Um, you know, you, you, can, you can either order from the menu or you can order from your server, which is, a, which is the model we're seeing a lot of. We're still, we're still seeing 
servers being a, a really important part of the experience, but trying to reduce, reduce contact. So, um, you know, our, our, our mobile web um, application will tell people to order with the server. And when you, when you, when you're, when you want to pay your bill, come back later and, and um, your bill will be ready for you to pay. So 20 minutes later, when I want to leave, that same QR code fully integrated, I'll tap that QR code and it'll bring up my bill. So it's, it's, it's the way to bring a contactless experience, be also, but also be context um, sensitive to see what is actually happening in the restaurant. So we started rolling that out um, to our customers, and that has been a really important and big um, change for us because it's a, it's, it's a way for customers to get introduced to the technology early in the, in the buying ex- or the restaurant experience and also reducing contact at the beginning, which is, which right now is disposable menus and, um, you know, maybe plastic menus that have to be wiped down in front of you, which I think people are uncomfortable with. Hi. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree more because the, um, even though people are wiping down menus, they don't know what solution you're using. They don't know if that cloth has been cleaned lately that you're you know doing in front of them and washing that menu. So I, I truly believe disposable menus, that's okay. But the reusable laminated wipe down menus, I don't think for a very long time now people are going to be comfortable with. And, you know, that brings me back to a question about user adoption. You know, what obviously you're getting customer feedback. What, what do they think about your product? And I don't know if you've any done any research on that post COVID and you know, are they, are they comfortable with the technology and are people, I did a few uh, episode um, on QR codes in general, and I'd like to get your feedback because you are in the business of QR codes. What is the percentage of uh, adoption in regards to the guest feeling comfortable utilizing a QR code? Yeah, that is that's a great question, and I think there's no doubt that COVID. I mean, there's QR codes everywhere now, not just in hospitality and restaurants. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm looking at uh, hotel check-in scenarios where people have these big QR codes on, on the on the on the front doors to start touchless check-in, for example. So there is no doubt that the the acceptance and the adoption of QR codes has accelerated greatly. For whatever reason, in North America, QR codes were kind of this. You know, associated with marketing material, I think. I think there's they kind of got a bad rap. They're actually quite a powerful way to interact with the, you know, digitally interact with the, with um, the, you know, the the real world. Um, and so pre-COVID, um, we were probably on the payment side uh, and on the order side, we were probably you know uh, around 18 to maybe 20 percent of, of customers would would use our our payment technology, and this would be really forced by demographic and of course how busy the restaurant is um but now i mean we have restaurants in vancouver and across canada and some in the u.s that are they're actually the majority of checkout is happening through ready so 50 60 70 percent of payments are going through ready that's um, impressive yeah and you know what there's a lot of there's a lot of comp- there's a there's a lot of um solutions out there um and you know you can just check the box hey i got contactless i got contactless payments but do I have to download an app? Do I have to register? Do I support Google Pay, Apple Pay, PayPal, Venmo? Do I um, am I making it as easy as possible? Is it fast? Is it is it friendly? Is it approachable? Like those are the things that we've worked so hard on over the last like pre-COVID and making our products so refined is why we can get those 20, 30, 40, 50% adoption rates. Um, you know, there's other products uh, that are that are new to the market 
that you can do a quote unquote contactless payment, but they're in single. I mean, I was talking to a bunch of customers that are maybe have apps or other, or other solutions and they're, they're in like 1%, 2%. They're like, they're questioning whether or not payments through, through, through a, a contactless, uh, bring what bring your own device even makes sense. And I said, well, you know, it does make sense, but you have to approach the program holistically and you have to approach the program from the user's perspective. This is not a technology product. This is a way for customers to interact with your restaurant. And that's the, that's a big difference. And that's our product philosophy. Um, and it shows in our, in our product. I think the other thing is digital menu in front of payment also really grows adoption. So one of the things you got to think about is I'm sitting down in a contactless, you know, a restaurant that has maybe payments, contactless payments. When do you talk about contactless payments? Do you, you know, you, the server doesn't want to probably talk about paying your bill when they, when you first sit down, right? It's like, oh, hey, we got this contactless payment. When you're done, you can pay. It's, it's, it's not the right time. But if you have um, digital menu enabled and bundled into the product, it's a perfect time to introduce this change. You know, welcome to my restaurant. You know, for your health and safety, we, we, we are introducing two things that are, you know, that'll help you feel comfortable here as part of our COVID um, protocols. You can get the menu digitally on your phone, and at the end, you can pay your bill. And that actually is a very powerful way to introduce technology because it's it's solving a problem that customers are actually thinking about when they sit down. They're like, how do I get the menu? You know, where do I get the menu? Do I want to touch the menu? Why are you throwing out all this paper? And that all goes away. And there's a nice solve for customers. Are you seeing any other reopening trends right now? Um, for instance, uh, you know, getting data in real time or guest reviews or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, so part of our product is we do have a guest review at the back end of our, our payment product uh, where you can leave a five-star review, kind of like Uber, and then leave um, some messaging. And our the feedback attachment rate is way up. I think customers are really wanting to provide positive and negative feedback around uh, around being back in restaurants. It's, it's actually, from an industry perspective, it's so amazing to see some of this feedback come in for our, our restaurant partners, like just thanking them for opening and thanking them for, for, for following the right protocols. I think we, you know, seeing, sometimes in the industry, you, you think that, you know, you, you don't get the right perspective, but seeing these written feedbacks come in for our restaurant and how important restaurants are to their daily life and and celebrating events and seeing their friends we're we're seeing that um coming out of lockdown and coming out of reopening in in these feedbacks and so before covid we probably had a 50 percent review rate now our review rate is almost everyone wants to leave feedback now you know thanking them for opening thanking the waitress for for making them feel or waiter um feel comfortable it's it's been really it's been really um a great trend and i think um, you know, customers are really happy to be back in restaurants and, 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 and uh, sharing that with their, with their friends and family. I agree. And I think feedback is everything. Does your system have the capability of supplying, for instance, the GM, um, you know, information or negative feedbacks potentially in real time so they can yeah. uh, mitigate the problem? Yeah, we do have a service recovery feature. So all of that feedback does go back into this or our back office dashboard and you can run reports down to the you know location or the server or the day part, et cetera. But the real-time feature that we have is the service recovery feature um, where you can set a threshold. So if someone um, set, you know, provides a three-star review or, or, or lower, which is the typical sort of negative review, um, that can be dispatched directly to um, someone that you've, uh, you've set for that, for that um, 
shift, whether it be the GM or the assistant GM. They can get either an email or a text, a text message. We also have a uh, iPad app or an iPad that can optionally run an application on it that will kind of give you um, information in real time about what's happening in your restaurant from a review perspective. So um, service recovery um, is, a, is, is a big part of that. I think the other thing is when we, when we enable these reviews, restaurants always come back to us and say, wow, we're doing a lot better than we thought because the reviews they usually get are always very negative. So I think there's an inherent bias because of how, how much friction there is in actually providing feedback that the only people that are highly motivated um, to provide feedback, either written or, or, or you know, on the on the cards or the survey receipts, or or even in Yelp and Google and, and Facebook, are are negative. Um, so that's one other thing that that frictionless surveys can actually provide is a is a much better and balanced um, view of your of your operations. Well, I, and I don't think it's only limited to the guest feedback on negative comments, but you know, a lot of restaurants use guest satisfaction surveys. And on their receipts where people are, you know, you can enter for, um, or if you complete the process, you get a free something or $5 off your next order. So my experience is those guest satisfaction surveys, when they're incentivized like that, aren't really great indicators of how your business is really doing. So, you know, what you're doing, I think is perfect. I know there's a couple other products and other, a couple other companies I've talked to that, you know, it's, it's at the end of the transaction. It's a natural process. Uh, for that person to fill things out. And what I like about your product is the survey is in the guest hands and not necessarily in a corporate device, which means they're going to be a lot more comfortable really, you know, giving the proper feedback of what, what their experience was really like rather than a corporate device where, you know, the, the, the server might be standing over their shoulder, you know, watching what they actually enter in and they might feel uncomfortable. So I think your, your product actually will incentivize people to really give proper feedback. Yeah. People like to talk about their experience. If you give them a way to do it in a way that's comfortable and not taxing, I think, I think, some of the numbers, I mean, the numbers that we, you know, in talking to some of our brands, they were doing receipts, uh, survey receipts, like you talked about at the bottom of the, the survey, they might get 70 a month per store or something like that. And that was like a good number. I mean, we get that a day um, because it's not this onerous process. Um, so there's a lot of data coming in and, and you know, our, our, our product's going to definitely mature and evolve on that side because there's just so much interest, interesting information that's coming back, you know, at the dish level, at the server level. At the training level, it's, it's it's really quite interesting. Give me your vision of really that guest-driven, uh, connected dining dining experience. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think there's an opportunity here. I mean, if if we think about um, third-party delivery and 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 sort of the idea that um, a marketplace can sort of disintermediate um, customers from from restaurants, I think that's kind of the tip of the iceberg of 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 you know the opportunity here not necessarily the problem but the opportunity that that covid has actually provided to restaurants and and from a digital transformation perspective you know we want to connect diners without any barriers to the restaurants that they love right we want them to be able to order direct we want them to be able to connect with them provide loyalty programs and and provide a place where um, customers and guests feel really comfortable and also um, can interact with that brand holistically, right? So, you know, right now we're really focused on the touch points within the restaurant, but that's going to extend outside 
um, for us, that's going to extend outside of the restaurant. So, you know, order ahead, um, wait lists. Um, how do how do how do we how do we connect guests uh, with feedback and and others directly to the restaurant? Because the, you know, there's a I think there's a cautionary tale that we have with um, with third party delivery where. You know, we're we're building businesses um, on the back of ours, and and being cut out of um, you know cut out of the uh, of the relationship, and in many cases the profits. And I think that's a problem. And I think technology uh, can really solve that and connect people more deeply to to the places they love. I mean, seeing this feedback, it's actually it reinforces what our vision is about, which is which is connecting diners right to the restaurant, and and um, you know that's what we're that's what we're focused on. The point of payment is a really important point, though. Every single restaurant tour, every single guest needs to provide it and and do it, <laughs> hopefully. Um, so that's kind of our, our surface area where we're going to innovate on and, and and grow the ecosystem. Hopefully, with partners, we we did announce a, a partnership with Spengo, which is a loyalty provider, um, and we're going to we want to bring in more partners into the ecosystem and make a great contactless and holistic experience for guests. So you're kind of creating the experience from from start to finish, from the menu aspect to the payment aspect and back to the loyalty aspect to get people back into the restaurant. So you're creating a full circle of uh, features for these guests to be able to utilize. Yeah, and I think those feedback loops are really important. Uh, you know, the, we're relying, the industry relies on low fidelity, um, low engagement, especially on the full service side for uh, loyalty programs. And that those feedback loops are not really strong. So we want to make those a lot, you know, when you put when you put the device and the interaction uh, with the restaurant on your own device, there's so many opportunities for, for innovation and strengthening that bond. Um, yeah, we and, and, and to your point, the, the, the full life cycle is something that we want to support our restaurants with. You own the customers, you own the data, you own the marketing, you own the loyalty program. Um, and, and that's we want to power that, of course. But it's, it's, it's really your relationship that we want to amplify and make sure that you can provide the best hospitality and guest experience that you can through technology. So earlier you had mentioned that your product is fully integrated into POS systems. Can you give us a, a rough idea of, of which ones, how many POS systems you're integrated with so our listeners have an idea of, of if they can u- utilize your product with their systems? Yeah, sure. So I think I think if you think about Ready Today, we've really been focused on more the 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 Legacy always has such a, a, a bad connotation to it, but, you know, micros um, or, or the legacy type of point of sales. So we do have partnerships that allow us to integrate with those. Um, I'm sure your listeners uh, are aware of Omnivore. So we do use Omnivore. Um, in some cases, we also have direct integrations with others in the in the, in the the venue and, and um, uh, stadium space. Um, so, you know, your listeners can get in, in uh, contact with us and we can go through the, the list. We, we're always adding others. Um, we do find that when we do direct integrations, we can unlock more experiences. So that's something that we're always working on. We just completed one with Squirrel, for example, another Vancouver, another Vancouver hospitality company, which is kind of fun. Um, so, you know, we, um, we're always adding, um, uh, point of sale integrations and integrations are actually really important to us. I think, Unintegrated solutions, uh, while easy to deploy, I think um, you know if you're in a mid-market or enterprise-level customer, uh, that integration with your ERP, your point of sale, your accounting, your treasury is really, really important. So uh, we want to make sure that um, our product is fully integrated and it scales all the way to the back office really well. So, 
are all of your integrations through Omnivore or do you have some integrations that are, have a native agent on the POS? Yeah, we have. So the Squirrel, uh, Squirrel agent is native. Um, Bypass, which is a point of sale in the, in the, in the stadium space, is, is native when we're working on a whole host of other that are native. Um, and we also leverage Omnivore like you, like you uh, mentioned. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Omnivore just because, and and I've said this before, and I'll you know I'm, I'll repeat myself where uh, Omnivore is kind of like the Swiss Army knife for POS integrations. It once installed, it can really do whatever you want it to do. I mean, I I encourage uh, other vendors, for instance, to integrate with Omnivore because it makes my life as a CIO much simpler. Um, being able to maintain only one agent and, you know, the security behind that, et cetera. So um, glad to see you're, you're working with Omnivore because I'm a big fan on that side. Let me yeah, ask, I, go, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. One other thing on that, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, agents running on, on point of sales is, is a, is a uh, sort of, it's a high touch area and you want to, you, you know, we don't want um, reservation systems. We don't want payment systems like ourselves or ordering systems like Cell interrupting um, your business. And Omnivore does a fantastic job of being able to be the gatekeeper to all these vendors and doing a great job in a secure way, especially on the payment side as well as the you know PII side. So we're big fans as well. Great. So it's interesting because yesterday we were on a phone call together um, on the for the Restaurant Technology Network. We have a new work group called the Contactless Customer Journey Work Group, which is fantastic. I have great aspirations for where this is going to go because there are so many powerful players on that call, uh, including yourself. And I think you know everything the Restaurant Technology Network does is really all about uh, bringing the community of of vendors and operators together to fully come up with a solution. And I think now more than ever um, with COVID upon us, we're all trying to solve for the same thing. And I think ingenuity is going to come out of this. Uh, We're going to see a lot of new developments and you need to hear from the operators and the operators need to hear from you. So I think this is a a great opportunity. But let me ask you, what caused you to join uh, the Restaurant Technology Network to begin with? I think think you just, I think you just, um, you know, in your intro there, you, you hit on all the reasons that are, are important. I mean, we wanted we want to contribute to the the community, and I think we've got a lot of you know damaged brain cells from trying to make this work over the last three years. And you know, that's not something we want to necessarily like hide or like, this is secret sauce. It's like we want to lift the entire um, you know we want to lift the entire uh, industry and make restaurants great and make guest experience great. So we think we have something to, to offer and contribute to the community. Um, and, and, you know, we want to share that. I think also it was, you know, on that call yesterday, we had some, some great contributions, some great um, diversity of thought and, and thinking. The other thing that was really interesting on that call, you know, from a vendor perspective is we are all kind of seeing the same thing out there, uh, which is what you would expect. But sometimes you're like, well, I wonder if, you know, vendor A is seeing this or vendor B is seeing that. So it's, it's, it's great to be able, you know, in some respects we're competitors, but in, in, in many, we're just trying to solve a problem for, for the greater community. So um, it was, you know, this is the first working group that Ready's been on, but it was a great first call and we're looking forward to contributing further. Yeah, it's definitely great to have you on board. And anybody listening to the show, if you're, if you want to learn more about the Restaurant Technology Network, and some of the work groups that we have, you can drop me a note and either email me or, or leave me a comment on the uh, the comment hotline, and I'll make sure I, I get some information to you in your hands. 
Uh, Lauren, I want to kind of close things up here and really talk to you about, you know, what we're experiencing, what your product does and your services do. You know, what does this really mean for restaurants and their digital strategy moving forward? Yeah, I think this is this is a, this is a really important question because I think there's been a lot of um, sort of digital transfer, transformation ideas that operators of all sizes have, have had on the kind of the back burner, and there wasn't an opportunity to, or or an urgency to necessarily implement them. So you know, while COVID is is this you know um, in, in many ways a tragic event and, and, and very difficult to, to to manage through, it is also an opportunity for the industry to, to reimagine and rethink some of the things that, that haven't scaled well in this, in this new kind of technology forward world. So um, I think, I think, you know, in speaking with some larger brands, you know, some of their roadmaps were compressed from, you know, three years into three months, which is a lot of change management. It's a lot of change management internally. It's a lot of change management for guests um, but I think the good thing is everyone is kind of doing it at the same time because there's a lot of constraints out there that are similar across geographies. So um, I think you're going to see a, a, you know, one of the questions we always ask is what's going to snap back to, to quote unquote before COVID and what is the new baseline? And we're always thinking about that. And I think there's clearly some trends that are coming out that are going to be, that are the new baseline. Um, and, and I think when you think, as a restaurant operator, when you look at your business, I think thinking about the things that are the new baseline and how to, to make those more efficient and, 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 and provide more delight to your guests and, and make the hospitality uh, experience better is where you should focus. I know that's where I focus and that's where Ready focuses is is making sure that you know we're, we're set up really well for for um, you know the mid to long term future. Some of these things may you know may snap back to where we were in, in, in shorter periods of time. So we. You know the the two things that we focus on is what is the opportunity to to innovate and accelerate the the digital transform transformation specifically in those areas that's the new baseline. So that that's something I would encourage restaurant operators out there to think about is is you know where should they be spending their finite resources on this digital transformation? What vendors can can you grow into and grow with on that side? Um, and, and make sure that you're, you're, you're thinking about it in that lens, because I think that's the right way to think about it. Excellent. Um, and Laurent, um, how do listeners find out more about your, your company, your products, and if they have further questions, who should they reach out to? Yeah, that's great. Um, so you can find us on, uh, ready to pay.com. Um, at the top, you'll see various offers during this COVID time. Um, to get you up and running and, and with some free trials, etc. Uh, you know, if you if you have um, any specific questions, um, there's there's contact us forms and 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 the ability to sign up for demos. We'll we'll make sure that we take care uh, of anyone that comes through the podcast that way. Um, and um, also encourage, like you said, um, restaurant operators and, and even other vendors out there to to, to join the Restaurant Technology Network, which um, is a great is a great resource as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. I know our listeners got a lot out of this, and I have a feeling you're going to be getting quite a few inquiries from this. So once again, thank you so much, and I look forward to working with you again in the future, and hopefully, you know, maybe we'll find a partnership with uh, the Four River Smokehouse as well. Wonderful. Well, Skip, thanks for the time. That was a wonderful chat, and uh, look forward to speaking with you soon.
Man, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Laurent is awesome and he's got a great company and a great product. I just want to point out, I know I had mentioned this on the last show, but the Restaurant Technology Network uh, launched a contactless payment evaluation tool in partnership with Olive. My good friend over there at Olive, Chris Hurd, and also Dan Harrison. And this is a members-only interactive tool for quickly narrowing down the field of tech players offering contactless payment solutions. And once again, if you need more information about the Restaurant Technology Network and how you can get involved and how you can get access to this, drop me a line. I'll make sure I get back to you and, and hook you up. And in order to do that, you can reach out to me either on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, you can go to the website, which all the show notes are located. Um, you can go to skipkimple.com. You can also leave a comment for me in regards to this show, any question that you have, any anything that you want to hear about in upcoming episodes. The number for that is 954-302-0851. And specifically, if you need more information about the Ready product, you can go to readytopay.com forward slash techchef, and you will get more information there. Once again, you can just go to the show notes, click on the link, and it'll just take you there. Next week's show, we will be continuing with our contactless payment series by talking to a good friend of mine, Tom Holmes, who is the CEO and founder of Diner IQ. And we will be talking specifically about PayMyTab and how they're solving for the contactless world. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it's been good for you. It's definitely been good for me. And until next time, stay hungry, my friends. Hey, 